Welcome everyone to a Mexican and a redneck father of the world. We are your hosts and surrogate fathers, Juan and Ben. Today we'll be discussing the role of a husband. The role of a husband, Ben. I don't know what to do. Tell me how to be a husband. Oh, it's a little bit late for that. Well, it's twelve years. There's still time. Nah, there's still time. I guess. I guess. No, we want to talk about this. I want the, this is going to be pretty. Um, uh, just, just a, just a thought-provoking episode. Maybe provoke my thoughts. Provoke it. Um, tickle them. I'm gonna tickle your thoughts. <laughs> tickle, put your put your. I'm gonna put my fingers in your brain and tickle your thoughts. Put your words in the brain and <laughs> tickle my thoughts. So we just we just did the podcast as far as uh, do you like your kids? And it really got me thinking as far as like how that ties into the role of a husband. And um, I remember growing up as a kid. You know, I grew up Catholic. And I was taught, I was like, hey, if you want to have sex, you got to get married. So I was like, oh, so then, you know, the purpose of a husband is like, you know, you want to get married and have a wife so you can have sex. You know, GFS, get guilt-free sex. My dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, that's not it. Because then you're thinking about self. But the role of a husband, if you look at from um, an agricultural perspective, husbandry is the 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 practice of caretaking for the land. And, and I just, I just been thinking about that, how those words are so similar, uh, husband and husbandry. So a husband is you're a caretaker. You're, you're telling this, you, you're telling this young lady, you're telling this woman, Hey, come with me because I will be able to take care of you. I want to help you develop. It's not come with me so that I can, you know, have sex with you, but you're, you're, basically putting yourself in the position to where you're going to be producing something better than what's currently there. So you're saying in husbandry, I mean, it kind of goes back to that statement of being a servant leader. Yes. You, yes. you have to till the land, plant the seeds, water the seeds. But while you're doing all this to grow these vegetables in your gardens, as you grow those gardens, the earth is giving you the good soil it's giving you the sunlight it's raining with your watering and irrigation and what happens is together you get this harvest this bounty and then you can just eat and be full yeah but yeah yeah that's part of it but then too you know like really the 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 role of a of a of the man in that situation is to protect the plants from the elements not to over not to make sure they don't get overwatered to make sure they don't get overheated, to make sure that the predators, the birds, the bugs, whatever, don't ruin the crop. You know, because as far as like you can have really good soil and a really good ground, but then and plant it and you can have a really good crop. But if you don't take care of the, if you don't protect it from the elements, if you don't protect it from the, the attacks, it's your, your harvest could be ruined. So you can go into the situation where you can go into a marriage where it's like the, the ground is perfect. It's tilled. It's, you know, it's, it's full of nutri nutrients for all intents and purposes. You should have a great marriage. It's just going to be amazing. But then the cares of the world come in, the birds, the distractions, the, the, the little, little pebbles in the, in the ground that causes your, you know, that causes you to become irritated come in and can destroy what should have been an amazing harvest. So the role of a husband, yes, is to be a caretaker, but you're also a protector. When you see that weed that's growing up, it's your responsibility to root that out, cut that out. 
And a lot of times, which goes back to servant, lead, servant leaderhood. So, I'm sorry, I can't talk. I'm running out of caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> servant leadership. If you see something that's coming to your household that's attacking it, how many men just sit back and be like, well, I'm just going to let it let it ride out. And if, if, you put it, if you put it in nature, if you see a weed infestation coming into your harvest, what's going to happen to that? to that plant it's going to die out the weeds are going to choke it out and that happens a lot in marriages where we let things just skate by and then they get bigger and bigger and bigger and then it chokes out that marriage it chokes out their relationship and we were talking about our kids but as as kids they're growing up and they're so it's vibrant and strong and there's so much potential but then if you don't weed out the harmful stuff what was full of potential can produce very, very small yield. You know, I always look at these uh, individuals, you know, people on Skid Row and people that are just homeless or whatever, they just had a bad rap. At one point, there were a little boy, a little girl, full of potential, full of hope, just carefree. And now look, like, like what happened? It's like, did they, they did not have that father in their life that, took care of them they didn't have that father in their life that said hey you know what you're doing right there let me remove that obstacle out of your life right here let me help you grow better you know because you know i think about like um you saw my tomato plants you know it's like i have these massive tomato plants but you have a 10 foot <laughs> tomato plant it's i had a it's incredible <laughs> in order for that thing in order for that to grow into that i had to stake it i had to guide it i had to pluck out the the excess waste so I think that's that's the role of a husband, and even even with with your wife, a lot of a, a lot of the times you made this statement a little while back. So ago. wait, wait. So what I need to do is just put a stake in the ground floor of and my I'm, kitchen, and just tie my wife to it, and that's how I protect her from the world. No. <laughs> um, is that? We want to thank everyone for listening. <laughs> <laughs> We're just kidding. Don't do that. That's wrong. Don't tie your wives up. <laughs> um, I mean, I get you know some people might do that. That might work don't in some that. places. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that that really works. Some um, I elements think, of the marriage. You know, I mean, there is there is a little bit of metaphorically metaphor. Ah, dang it! Can't talk today, Ben. What's going on? You would think that forty five minutes of sleep would be plenty. I don't know. <sighs> All right, let me get my gather my thoughts. They're gathered. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is a little bit all over the place. So I think that um, yeah, there has to be some staking as far as in the marriage. Metaphor, you know, not not figuratively, but you know that word. What's the word I'm trying to say? Metaphorically. Yes. There you go. Dang, English is hard. Um, you know what? Just stop and do the whole thing in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> but as far as like if you, you know, within your marriage, you have to put those boundaries in place to protect your family, to protect your marriage. So, yeah, there's certain things that you, you put up in place. To like, they're going to safeguard your marriage, your wife from something that can harm her. And it's like, you know, if you if you're in a situation where you you don't like your wife, you're like, oh, man, it's like, why don't you like her? Have you have you not done your job? Have you not developed the environment where she can actually grow and flourish and become 
the person that you you married initially? Like, why do we get married? You know, a lot of guys, we might just get married because, like, oh, yes, I was just, I was just, I was horny and I want to have sex. Well, that's a probably a bad motive to get married, you know. But if you get married, if you're married to the individual, and when you go back to that moment, and it's like, man, there was just so much potential. I saw us doing things together. I saw us just conquering the world together. What have you done to actually be able to do that? It goes back to gardening. Like I love that analogy. In the beginning of the season, you plant all these plants. Like, oh, I'm going to have tomato plants. I'm going to have pepper plants. I'm going to have cucumbers. And I'm going to have this great, great yield. You know, and you do all the work initially. And initially spring. But then middle of summer, oh, it's, it's too hot. I'm not going to worry about it. Oh, it's, it's I'll water them tomorrow. And then that great bounty becomes into just these weed-infested <laughs> uh, plots. Only the strongest parts, only the strongest plants that you planted seem to survive. Yeah. And things that might have needed a little more tending and had a lot of potential just die off. You yeah. Know? And, and, and that, like you said, that big yield turns to to nothing. That's, that's such an interesting... I love... I really love that analogy, too. Because I, I love the way my marriage is going. My wife loves the way our marriage is going. And we're just like, man, we're unified. We're together. This is the marriage we always hoped we could have. You know, when, when you're, you're young and, and you're, you're, you're trying to you say, I want, I, this person's amazing. I see their potential. I love who they're going to be. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, it's, and I would say not throw the dice and take the gamble, but I'm going to invest into this person, you know, and I'm going to marry them. And you marry them, and it's not just uh, because some people are like, well, you're taking a gamble when you get married. It's like, not really. You two should have at least been somewhat unified in your values initially. And then you come together and say, we're going to work hard to make sure that this other person knows that I love them as much as when we were dating, you know, and, and feels supported. And how can I help them grow through the good and the bad seasons, you know? And, and I see so many guys that you get the, the good job. It's like, oh, we got through school and now I got that job. It's like, oh, this is great. And then they get that job and then they say, hey, we can finally buy that new car we've been needing. Yeah, let's go get that nice car. So they go get them a nice car. And then they say, hey, we're, we're, we're together. Let's get that house because we're pregnant and all this stuff is flowing down the line. And then 10 years have passed or five years or whatever it is. And they've really had all this achievement and all this reward and satisfaction. And now you've got the house, you've got the car, you got the yard, the kids, the wife, the new car, because you had kids, you needed a bigger car and you got the hand me down and you're sitting there going, well, wait a second. What happened? I had this other image and now I'm worried about paying my bills and paying off my debt and and how am I going to provide for my family? It's like, is this what I was wanting when I was 20? You know, and it's like, well, as a man, where did you fail? Where did you not cultivate the garden? Mm-hmm. You know, that would be my question mm-hmm. in that scenario. Because I've worked very hard. I've made some really hard decisions for my family. And taken some pretty big risks on stuff. And it was very unconventional and very strange. But what happened on the other end was my wife and I stand in unity. I like my wife. I love my wife. 
you know, and so I feel like I've grown with my best friend and I've observed that I've grown with my best friend and, and this, you know, just that, that imagery of a garden is such a powerful, relatable I, I, I think it is. Cause it's just, it's just so much, they're so intertwined, Ben. I think about it like, uh, cause I think about the gardener who spends all his time doing research on how to do, how to do a proper garden but doesn't actually actually go out into the garden and work the land. You have the knowledge, but you've not, you haven't actually put that knowledge to use. And then, so your, you know, your garden is like, it's, it's just not producing, but then you may not have the knowledge, but you're just willing to do the work. You're out there. You're, you're, you know, taking those bugs off, you're dusting it off. And then you, you're, you're producing this great yield. And it's like, people are like, how did you do it? It's like, Hey, I, I just took care of it. I just nourished it. I was there when it was, when, when the sun was beating down, I was covering it up. I was protecting it from the rays when it was, when it needed watered, I watered it. You know, it's like, how many times do we do that with our wives? When she needs attention, do you give her attention? When she's, you know, she's going through a hard time. Are you somebody that goes in there and removes the pain? Or are you putting more pain on her? And it's, you know, it's a lot of times we, we, we think that marriage is something that's supposed to, complete you it's not marriage is an opportunity for you to grow as an individual marriage is an opportunity for you to develop something greater than yourself because then what comes out of it out of marriage out of a good marriage comes kids and then we talked about the kid as far as like uh, as far as the episode do you like your kids well in order for you to like your kids you have to be cultivating those relationships they're going to grow and develop into people that you actually like and you want to hang out with and in doing so, you create a people group that people, other people want to hang out with and be like, man, I want to be like that. I want to be like you. And it just produces this, it, it, it produces this abundance. Same thing with a good farmer. When a good farmer is taking care of the land, their neighbors look at him and like, hey, what are you doing? I want, can you show me what you're doing? What are you doing to your, to your, to your cows? What are you doing to your land? Yeah, it's like, it's, there's, it's so intertwined and it's amazing. And I think that in our society, we've lost that because we're so disconnected from nature. We're so disconnected from um, just from basic laws of nature of how, you know, so seed time and harvest. It's like there's there. It takes work. But now it's, you know, we live in a society that's like, well, I work my nine to five. I go, I go in at nine a.m., get off at five and do my thing, have my cars. You know, it's like we're go, if we're hungry, we're going to the grocery store. But there's there's that element of work, of self-development that has been removed. And then it's almost like this check, check, checklist mentality. Like, well, I've done what I need to do. Well, have you really? You know, that's that's. And if you're in a situation where you're having a bad marriage, I was like, well, and you're saying like, well, I'm doing I'm doing my part. Are you really doing your part? What is your part? And I think that's the question that I'm asking with this is like, what is the role of a husband? All right, is it just for you to be there? But it, it comes back to that personal responsibility. If you're the husband, that household, that that wife, she's your responsibility. If you're in a relationship that you don't like being in, it's your responsibility to change that. And make that into a better relationship. Do you agree? I totally agree. It is definitely our job to step up and, and say, hey, uh, I'm going to be the man here. I'm going to lead. I'm going to be the alpha. Going to be the alpha. Alpha, not the beta. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> always comes back to that, doesn't it? <sighs> I mean, there are core principles you have to follow. If I mean, the world has set rules, right? We have a physical world. We have a social structure. We have rules that are put in place. And there's some things you have to follow. So as a man, you have to step up and make the best decision for you and your family. As a man, you have to step up and say, I'm going to cultivate this relationship with my wife and kids and not worry about my sports team or my car or my other hobbies. I'm, I'm going to spend time with my family and cultivate this because people ask me like, well, well do, you, do, you, do you like to do cars? Do you like sports? Do you like? I'm like, no, I like to spend time with my family because this is going to go. Yeah. Right. These little kids, these are precious moments. They're going to be gone. They are never coming back. That and it's it's unfortunate, but but this time comes and it goes. And people who have older children tell me it gets better as as time progresses. But it, it's one of those situations where, you know, this is a very precious special time and people might not like that. I'm reclusing into my home to some levels or when they see me, they're going to have to endure my kids and I can't just be guys hanging out, drinking beers or whatever. But I don't really care about that. I don't care about what they think because I care about the relationship with my wife and kids. Well, a lot of the times too, Ben, with that situation is like the people that actually have something to say. It's just that it's not necessarily that they care about you. It's that you're just making them look bad <laughs> and they don't like that. You know, it's well, like that's the, their problem. Yeah. It's the guy that's like saying like, Oh, you, Oh, you're just too dedicated to that. You know, you should have some more hobbies. I'm like, no, no, I shouldn't. My family is my, is my responsibility. The, the, if you want to say my family is my hobby, but it's not, it's not just my hobby. It's my responsibility. It's my commitment. You know, when I said I do to my wife, I didn't just say I do to her, but I said, I do to my kids, my grandkids. You know, I want my grandkids to be able to look back and be like, man, pop, pop, or whatever they call me, be like, he was a good man. We had a good man in our lives. And for that, I'm grateful. With that being said, guys, I just want to thank everyone for listening to a Mexican and Renick follow the world. We love you and we're proud of you. And go out there and be a man. Be an alpha. Be a man. <laughs> ah! I'm Mexican and I-